Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Forever. When your town has let you down When your port has fallen short When you're too worn out to run And need some ribs or a Cinnabon You need a place, a place for rock A place for roll A place where Oakland Raiders merch is sold A sublime hot topic and Podcast The Ride presents The City Walk Saga, a daily 19-part extremely necessary series exploring the stores, restaurants, and wonderful magic that make up Universal City Walk Hollywood. Do we say welcome to City Walk's uh, uh, Podcast Ride with Sector? We say Sector 9, right? Or no, we say, we wait. What do we do? <laughs> Is do this part say- of it? Uh, it could be. I forgot what we were doing. We say, well, uh, po- hello, welcome to Podcast the Ride, and then say the City Walk Saga, and then were we saying Yeah, we were saying nine, just the sector number. But we don't say what it is, because we're going to get that we're from the sector keeper a when he announces. Yeah. Okay, that's how we do it. Hi, my name is Mike Carlson. Uh, you're listening to this uh, amazing series. We have gone a little mad from City Walk Madness, which I guess is a, a disease you could possibly contract. I don't think I fully have it. Uh, Jason Sheridan, do you have it? City Walk Madness. Um, uh, uh, you know, been up there a lot recently. Some trips are better than others. You know, yes, just I like know what one you're day saying. at a time, one trip at a time. Uh-huh. Uh, also, joining us, Scott Gardner. How how are your, how's your madness level as far as City Walk? Um, well, I think it. I, I, on a scale of one to ten, I think it goes up with every episode. So we're at nine right now, and on a scale of one to ten, it'll be at nineteen by episode uh-huh. nineteen. I felt ebbs and flows like going up there. Some days I'm just like having a ball, and then some days it's like kind of a real chore because maybe I have something to do yeah. in an hour and a half, and I feel very rushed. And then you can really feel maybe what people say when they say they don't like City Walk. Which, by the way, I'm not saying I still love City Walk. I one of the things that happened that factors into this episode. Made me say out loud, maybe I don't like City Walk. What? Yeah, this is only a sector nine. We're only in the ninth. Yeah, but we we just had a. It was it was just a big meal fail. It was just undeniably, and uh-huh. it, I'm not even sure it was City Walk's fault entirely. But I don't know. I, I'll get into it. It's okay. uh, uh, there's a, there's a whole. Uh, I was I was taking somebody from out of town around, and I don't think. I or the walk put either of our best feet forward. Okay. Okay. I get that. Let's throw it to the keeper. Oh, yes. To see who, what, what of the fine establishments are in Sector 9. Let's go to the board. Boys, boys. Today's sector is Sector 9. Dongpo Kitchen. Skechers. Locker Room by Lids. And Voodoo Donuts. Good luck, boys. Okay, so we're dealing with Dong Po Kitchen, Skechers, Locker Room, by Lids, mm-hmm. which is not just the Lids store. Not just store. Lids. No. Has led, led to some confusion in our text message chain, I yes. think. Or mm-hmm. confusion on my part and worrying that everyone else was confused. And I feel like it's probably actually never been confusing to anyone that went to CityWalk because no one cares about those places. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> no one and goes to get a hat at CityWalk. If we didn't say any more about this, we would have already spoken about it more than any anyone else, people who yeah. work there. Like, uh, and well, Voodoo Donuts. Last but yeah. certainly not least, what I may call mm-hmm. the jewel of this sector. Oh, interesting. Uh, well, yeah, this sector. <laughs> we should, we should <laughs> do... Bar. 
We should do one where, because we could just also make these up. People don't have, we could be like, oh, the shoe factory is in Sector 9. And people would be like, oh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, that's that shoe store called the shoe factory. Nerf Zone. Nerf Zone. Yeah, yeah okay. So this is obviously is the all Nerf store. Yeah. And it's the basic Nerf bats and guns. Right. But, you know, you could buy a wedding cake made of uh-huh. Nerf. And then I would be like, you know, the Nerf store's theming isn't so great. I think that they should really like do something a little bit more fun and theme park style like how about like a giant nerf gun or something that's like sitting outside or like a at least a giant yellow nerf ball that like kids could like roll around in the store and, and then people I'd, I'd would be, be like, listening I'd be to like, this ah, i'm exasperated by all of it yes. and jason would be like i like it and did, <laughs> and did you know that they have like nerf ball treats up up that, that would be basically how it works uh, and rinse and repeat. that look like the yellow nerf balls oh, oh my god those that would be great that would be fun by the way this is a great idea is there a nerf store anywhere I don't think so. I don't think there is. And how did that not happen in the 90s Mm -hmm. when Nerf is operating at peak Nerfdom? Peak Peak Nerfdom. City Walk is peak peak 90s there should be like a super soaker store in the 90s too there should have been just full super soakers different kinds small large you would have seen michael jackson and macaulay culkin hanging out there every day (laughs) of the week super soaker store macaulay and crowds of adults just going oh (laughs) i don't know (laughs) no people everything was fine in the 90s they were like we love these two entertainers that's we what they're thinking. Unconcerned by any of this. Yes, it was yeah. the '90s. Uh, I did see a picture from. Uh, it could have been the '90s. Maybe it was the early 2000s. Of uh, uh, the Sketcher store was there, but like very close to it was also a van store. Oh. Do you remember this, Scott? Oh, into the same district, competing yeah. kind of. Which is crazy to me because that feels like a similar. Similar, but not not exactly the same. I guess well, if very similar. Yes, but Vans I think would be competing more with uh, Element or Billabong sort of thing. I see what you're um, saying, but I mean they're both primarily known for shoes. For shoes, uh, I let's bang that out real quick. So Skechers. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that Skechers is the, okay, what is this uh, qualifier? Um, the third largest athletic footwear brand in the United States after Nike, which includes Air Jordan, and Adidas. That is kind of crazy to me. I didn't realize Skechers was that popular. Yeah. Really? I mean, I kind of do. Do what you have is- the full list of shoe company popularity? Uh, n- uh, I, no, I don't. Caught. Uh, Caught. Don't what kind of theme park journalist are you? You don't know I, the top 10 shoe companies, Jason. Get the I, fuck out of here. I mean, here's the, I went to the Skechers Wikipedia page. I followed one of the links. It had an, an article, which followed to an article about the top athletic uh, footwear brands doing a click through I feel like is already further than most uh, podcasters and certainly me a lot of times uh, go oh sure so I'm impressed by that so let me not let me actually give you journalistic I mean uh, I do credence. have half of a journalism degree that I then converted to it hold on, hold on a second here Jason I'm on a story that's from it's from successstory.com and I looked up 10 most popular shoe brands and I think this says something very different but does it say athletic Hmm. Does it say no? It you know what you're right. It okay. just says popular because uh-huh. we're looking at number six here is Berluti, which is like a fancy dress shoe. Is number six yeah. on this list? Okay. Yeah, I don't Reebok know. Reebok seven, John's. Oh, of course, Johnston and Murphy shoes is number eight. Where's uh, Bruno Mali? The uh, uh, isn't that the name of it? The uh, um, uh, OJ's shoes. <laughs> Where he he said during the trial, I wouldn't I wouldn't wear no ugly ass shoes like that. Hmm. Was uh, it, or, or am I quoting something from a sketch? I don't even know. I don't know either. OJ actually, uh, one of his first spots uh, when when he was found not guilty was at the Nerf uh, store. It's got to celebrate. OJ and he held up a Nerf knife. Aha, funny, right? Yeah, that's funny because I uh, mm-hmm. am not guilty. Uh, anyway, sorry to derail. Uh, so Skechers, I, I walked through the Skechers store. The other, th- I thought maybe like, oh, I know they had those uh, ones that like the shape ups, Skechers shape ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- I thought that was their thing. And I thought like, oh, they're they're less expensive. I didn't find them any less. Ex- everything was between like 50 and $70. I feel That's like. That's expensive. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, and also, the other thing about Skechers, that logo is on everything. And it's yeah. real big, and it's not practically, aesthetically pleasing, to me at least. It, the, yeah. the lack of the T is pretty irritating. I hate the lack of a T. I was just yeah. thinking that. That bothers me so much. It should be called Skechers, Skechers or something. It's Ske- weird. Skechers. I don't know. I'm sure I there's even, a reason for it. I was just on autopilot and I wrote Skechers in the notes a couple times. Did you and use the I tea? did use the T. <sighs> I wasn't even thinking about that. Well, um, give me something else to dislike. The other thing, uh, in 2012, they settled a multi-million dollar lawsuit that they had misled consumers with those shape up ads. Oh, interesting. Uh, $40 million. It says, yeah. Whoa. Hmm. Wow. But they survived. They survived. They survived. survived. And they have, uh, and they of course have their beloved gang of Burger King kids club esque characters, the Skechers kids. You, I'm sure when you went through the store made a real note of the, the gang who, you know, if I'm looking at a photo and there's like, there's the boy side, there's like kind of a rockabilly guy with sideburns <laughs> and a robot with a light up yellow face. And then like a reboot, like the nineties CGI character reboot and kind of a Deadpool ripoff ninja man <laughs> and a green goblin ripoff man. Uh, and then somebody, my wife described as a, as a courier who's just like running in a hat with an S on it. And that's the boy side. And then there's a bunch of girls too. There's kind of a Hannah Montana pink hair pop star and a masked girl it's all really strange because they aren't labeled and none of the shoes tell you who the characters are yeah, and, and you then can't there's find a, it online either no reference to there's no sketcher kidopedia that sucks it's also weird because there's a photo of all these characters and you can't see any of their shoes they exist only to sell shoes and i don't know what shoes they are wearing there's one especially with just like a one percent of a flap of a shoe like why cut it off there yeah it's weird because you would think they would want to make the shoes very visible so you know a kid would go in and go like i want to be like the deadpool sketcher kid and i want to wear whatever shoes he's got on mm-hmm. but no they really yeah they they like fucked up by not just giving these kids names because yeah. that's all you need to and do. We, because we would for free list them all yes. if they had. Them. Right I just now. listed vaguely what the characters look like. We'd give them an ad for free on the show because we'd be so excited yes. that they had names. That at would all. extend this part of this segment like 10 minutes if there were names for all these kids yeah mm-hmm. they don't have to have any personality they don't have to have any backstory we would fill it in but they fucked up because we're about to end i'm assuming unless we have a ton more sketcher stuff like i i don't really well i just think again i'll say it's very odd to see that logo stamped on like because they also sell like casual shit like leather shoes uh-huh. kind of stuff you might wear with a more casual suit or business casual but then that fucking sketchers logo is stamped in the leather on the side yeah. it's so jarring to me you're reminded of the poor spelling at all times yeah um i have one final thing about the sketchers store which is there um there is a gumball machine and if you work at the sketchers store and you're listening uh on the back closest to the back of the store on the left side there is some chewed up gum deposit on the back of the gumball machine (laughs) Mm. so just maybe take care of that if you're a gm listening to this uh you know to get an employee on it um but just do be aware there is some Mm built-up gum that's gross well yeah they're listening and they will probably rectify that quickly Uh, i don't want to get anyone fired over this uh just uh just, uh, just trying to be helpful so locker room by lids Mm-hmm. So cool. Lids is hats. Yeah. And Locker Room by Lids is everything else sports apparel related and also some hats. And ha- a lot of hats. <laughs> and all, yeah, more hats. Mm-hmm. It's just that Locker Room, which the, I guess like they were thinking like they didn't want it to be Foot Locker because obviously it doesn't make sense. It's not just shoes, but like Locker Room suggests sports, I guess. Yeah. But I guess it has. This well, and it's a lot of jerseys, and that's yeah. what's in the locker rooms. Right. So it, it is an applicable name. Why didn't they just... I, I, I think that there's some hubris here or some ego involved with this company, because why does it have to say buy lids? Does anyone care? I think that's a branding thing, right? But you know, I mean, there's so many different companies that are owned by by the same one big company, and they don't necessarily feel the need to brand it everywhere. It feels like the lids thing is confusing. Why didn't they just call it jerseys? Yeah. Just call it jerseys. Lids and jerseys, and people are going to be like, well, I trust the lids brand so much. Mm-hmm. 
that I'll go to see what they have as far as jerseys are concerned. This is a thing on our beloved The Prophet. Um, there's a lot. There's been a number of cases where he kind of combines stores, and then it's such and such buy such. Oh, and so such. he likes that. Yeah, and I don't. I, that's the thing I disagree with him I on. Think that's a fashion uh, label gimmick. Sure, an apparel thing. So, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like the idea that the name of the brand is the same as the name of the store. Actually, what you're describing with Skechers. He would like a, you know, high steppers by Skechers. Yeah. Uh, so a he great loves, idea of a shoe name. That's interesting. I'm looking here. Lids is owned by Hat World Inc. Well, now, <laughs> hold on. I don't know why there's not Hat World establishments because that has me. That is my interest. I mean, Theme certainly parts. Hat World is a better name than Lids. Yeah. I think Lids is cool, but Hat World is so much better. And, like, that's a more exciting Hat, title. Hat so World is the... Uh, Best level on Super Mario Odyssey, right? <laughs> Let's see. There might be a Hat Worlds, actually. Hold on. Yeah. So do they call it that in Japan or Dubai or something? Maybe. Do they loosen the brand? The Lids Sports Group, operating within Hat World, Inc., comprises the Lids Retail Headwear Store, the Lids Locker Room Specialty Fan Retail Chain, the Lids Clubhouse Retail Store, and its internet business, www.lids.com and www.lids.ca. Thank God. You, ever, you hear that and you think, thank God we don't have real jobs. There's like, there's probably probably 200 people who day to day have to make sure that all of these brand names are intact and presented yes. correctly yeah um what a what a dull world <sighs> yeah so it, what's interesting is that it seems like lids is pretty self-contained they're not owned by some giant conglomerate well i feel like and i mean just, people always want you know uh, uh, sports apparel. You know, people always want jerseys and hats and stuff. Uh, I thought oh, it was interesting that they had so much variety in locker room by Lids. Certainly, as soon as you walked in the door, very thoughtful. A uh, lot of World Cup jerseys. Sure. The World Cup also playing directly on the giant big screen uh, uh, outside of the movie theater. Yeah, it's your source for sports. It is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, um, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. They are owned by... And this is so confusing. They are owned by Genesco, which owns Johnston & Murphy Shoe Wear. Oh. Uh, something called Deer Stags. Uh, Journeys. Journeys Kids. Oh, I, yeah. Underground I, by Journeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shuh. Trask. And She... By Journeys, retail of footwear for young women, 20 to 35 years of age. And they own the tender care centers at the border <laughs> that the children are being interned in. Probably. <laughs> that is what happens to these horrible companies. Um, there is also, before Locker Room by Lids, if you can imagine such a time, there was a store in there for a long time called Sports Avenue, which is similarly <laughs> I mean, great silly name. to Hats how world um a thing that i liked about sports avenue is that there was a big shack on the outside because it must have opened when shack was on the lakers but they did not have access to the lakers rights so shack (laughs) was dunking in a red jersey which he i don't believe ever wore in his girl he's not he was magic and then uh, lakers uh i wouldn't be the guy to tell you but i don't it certainly at the time he wasn't wearing red and i think in his jersey just said like all-star <laughs> team jump it was just like sure. as watered down of branding as it could be uh, the pride the la fans felt when they saw Shaq and his famous red and brown yeah. <laughs> team jump just <laughs> <laughs> represent team, team jump team jump um great great brand names in this zone what a what an area um you know what i have haven't said about uh, just to backtrack what i what i i forgot to say at the beginning is that with sector nine we are moving into the city walk expansion zone mm. this this whole everything right. past the hard rock cafe and starting with uh sketchers and the food court around there is where that's what all got added in 2000 oh. when the uh the, when the the billion dollar expansion of wow. somehow that little jesus christ row of like the wind-up toy store cost a billion dollars uh-huh. the rest of city walk uh, leading up to that point cost three billion dollars which is so what? weird when you think about theme park numbers isn't it supposedly california adventure entirely costs like 700 million dollars that's really yeah, the first yeah the first 
unfixed version than yeah when it opened was yeah i think 700 they said something like less that? than the like something where the most prominent thing was sports avenue and yeah Team and Jump. there was there wasn't the redo like a billion dollars a california venture yeah it caught two, two, uh, two, uh, two billion i think just carthay circle area just that street the main drag heading up to carthay circle and california venture was a, like a billion dollars it looks the Doing same as buena vista these, street yeah 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 oh buena vista street yes uh uh yeah but and that's like beautiful molding recalling classic california right. and this is a bunch of fucking gaudy crap metal and uh, uh you know the, like a, a big helmet i just where did the money go this <laughs> was a that, scam is that uh also like the cost of building on top of what essentially a tiny mountain you know That's trying to run water possible. and power maybe again as someone without a real job i don't know and i hope to never know but maybe that costs more money to construct yeah not sure um they also threw a little money down uh for the inauguration of CityWalk 2.0 which i didn't mm-hmm. know about until the other day that this was uh, somewhere i don't know if it was in this sector somewhere around this zone there was also there was a harley davidson store at one point in time that was one sure. of the most exciting <laughs> aspects of city walk uh-huh. 2000 so in keeping with the motorcycle spirit they kicked things off with a motorcycle parade led by the easy rider himself peter fonda uh he what wow. he led some motorcycles several feet forward <laughs> and then he said are you ready to start partying <laughs> that's also what he said on twitter recently oh, yeah. he took what was the party thing? i he, was he threatening to kill trump or something no oh. or somebody something like that but not i mean it was like cat like i'm gonna run you over with a motorcycle parade a yeah. two mile an hour motorcycle parade uh they, okay are so are you ready to start partying then quote the la times that was the cue for a fireworks display and a set by big bad voodoo daddy god bless him <laughs> 2000 a simpler time big bad voodoo daddy who played new year's eve at disneyland like two years ago i'm pretty really? sure they yeah. were the primary yes Oh boy! I feel like the Big age bad. of the the good band at Disneyland is a little over. Mm-hmm. You would have preferred a Cherry Pop and Daddies, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got something me. a little a, more high end. A Brian Setzer Orchestra, yes. of course. Um, yeah. Then Larry Kurtzweil, the president of Universal Hollywood, said, "Who better to launch the new City Walk than Peter Fonda?" <laughs> Mm, yeah, I guess. It's an open-ended Fonda? question. I don't know. <laughs> Henry Fonda? Um, a currently popular star of the year 2000. Uh, what we're offering is a totally cool entertainment experience, so having him here fit right in. Perfect. <laughs> to City, Walk and P- City Walk 2000 and Peter Fonda, both totally cool. Man, that's so funny. Yeah, something, huh? Um, I'd also like to say that I believe that 2000 was when the new CityWalk logo was introduced. And if you can picture that in your minds, I want to say just off the top of my head that that logo contains seven fonts and 65 (laughs) colors all screaming at each other. Is that the one that's currently... I think Still so. Up there, you know where, where the like letters are all kind of on different levels. Yeah, and- there's some of them are jagged and like kicking each other in the butt, and uh, there's like electricity, and it's like it's on a broken TV. Um, it's uh, the logo is a big. I could see if <laughs> if you pulled up in a cab and you look at that logo outside the Buca de Beppo, maybe you go, eh, you want to just uh, take me back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad they've just stuck to their guns for 18 years. Yeah, boy. That was it's also like the, the only logo in Orlando because Orlando was only opened in 99, the city walk. Correct. I was saying a lot of Disney World feels like it's 90s. Like mm-hmm. you go to Blizzard Beach and it's like the '90s are back, yeah. And it does feel like that, even though this expansion opened what what year? 2000, which I guess is very close to the '90s. Yeah. So like it does feel like the '90s are alive at City Walk still, mm-hmm. which I think they're you're slowly trying to get rid of that feeling, that vibe. But yeah, I think big mistake. I think keep the '90s alive forever. The dream of the 90s is, is alive, alive at City, <laughs> City Walk, Walk, to paraphrase Portlandia. Mm-hmm. Portland, the home of one of the newest additions at City Walk, 
Voodoo Donuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Nice. I wasn't donut. sure if we were saving that for last. Oh, whatever. that's kind no, of we're a high not. note. We're not. We're uh, that's now. fine. Uh, that transition was just so good. Yeah, yeah. It was good. Jump around. Um, you're eating a Voodoo Donut right now. I started I went eating up it. Earlier. I don't know why I did, because I was like, we're recording, and you're eating. You um, also said you had had that kind before, so I, I wasn't did. sure that you were going to Well, you can have the rest away. of the other one. Oh, okay. Uh, to, here, let me first, let me start out with a negative about Voodoo Donuts. And we were very excited because we found out Voodoo was coming. We Voodoo Donuts was like the hipstery donut place in Portland. And it's like you would see pictures of lines. Down the people block. Down the block. And everyone yeah. was very excited about it. And then it feels like they were just like, we're cashing out. Like, yeah. let's put this thing everywhere. Like, this, we're not at a cool exclusive thing anymore. We're going to be in every tourist trap. Well, have you ever we can- seen the owners talk? I don't think so. Because I, I have now. And uh, I don't think. I wouldn't apply the word cool to them. Well, they they are also members of Big Bad Voodoo Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So you don't call them cool. Anyway, we've got to get out. We're opening this store, and now we need to get on a plane to St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) I got a trumpet to tune. Um, So we were very, I remember Jason and I at this time, this has been open for how long? Two years? Uh, I think two years, year and a half. Yeah. I remember we were texting about it. When's the Voodoo Donuts coming? Very excited because I had not been to the, I had been to Portland, but the line far too long when I was there. I was like, I cannot. We were trying to sightsee and we did not want to wait for two hours. Jason told me of something that they do in Portland, and I think you know where I'm oh, going I with this. Oh, I think I do. They do in Portland, and I was very excited for this to come to CityWalk. It makes sense that it's not there, but I was disappointed. Jason, the phrase I believe you used or made me aware of was bucket of misshapens. Yes. <laughs> and what that means is that when they're making a donut and it kind of comes out weird or wonky or looks weird. Tastes they, fine. Tastes fine. Tastes fine, but they it's just a little a big, irregularly like, shaped. Like a big white plastic bucket used for like hauling utility like a big orange or bucket from or, home depot yeah yeah it's a giant home depot style bucket <laughs> they throw a bunch of misshapen donuts in there and then you can go in there and buy them for buy like the 20 bucks 30 something like bucks. that like some sort of marked out rate bucket yeah. of misshapens yeah and very early on when we were t- we were uh, going up and, and trying Voodoo Donuts for the first time, we learned that they do not have yeah. buckets of yes. misshapens. No, I found out about it, I think, either from uh, uh, <laughs> Kelly Sudaconic or Matt Fraction, uh, uh, her husband. Uh, one of them posted a picture on their blog or Instagram or something of the laid out misshapens and the bucket next to it and explaining <laughs> what it was. And I, when I heard it was coming here, I was like, well, that sounds great. Now, kind of knew that like, oh, they probably won't do that for City Walk. I know. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make tourists. sense. You can, I believe, buy a coffin full of donuts, though for like $135. But are they misshapen? No, it's just a coffin full. It's just a, well, you get to keep the coffin. But that's correctly shaped donuts. That's, <laughs> like, that's fun, I guess, but it's less fun than yeah. getting a, a grab bag. Because like, I was all excited for you to go up there and get a bucket of misshapens and bring it back down and we could all like rifle through them. I don't know that it would have made it back down, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason! When Jason's feeling low, he would just head up the hill to City Walk and get a bucket of misshapens and hey, the usual Mac. <laughs> Put it on the tab. Jason pulls up to the bar and he just go. He eats. And literally, when I say this bucket, the bucket is like 
16 inches tall what isn't it it's, it's big it, right i think it is a, a giant home depot or lowe's bucket right. that you would buy so, if you had a job to do i have um, to say that this isn't the full voodoo donuts experience that we were hoping yeah because the bucket of misshapens is not there i also had some trepidation when they were coming because l one very cool thing i think about la is is there is like a culture of mom and pop donut shops uh, a lot of them run by uh, uh, immigrant families from Asia, uh, uh, and there, there's a great story on Eater about this and about like the signature like pink box that a lot of donut shops use. Right, goes back to like um, one of the first uh, 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 immigrants from asia i forget when 70s maybe late 60s 70s you know there was a lot of conflict uh over there at the time and they came over they started you know someone showed them how to run a donut shop and then they brought a family over and they started expanding the donut shop and very early on they asked for a red box because that's that's a good luck color hmm. um and what something messed up at the print factory and they're like oh we're sorry the order it came out as pink boxes and they're like well we already paid for it. we'll just take them we'll just take them and then it was such a big hit it kind of spread everywhere mm. really? um that so I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna take out that segment of you talking about the donuts and I'm going to play the national anthem under it and we're going <laughs> to segment that because like you're they, that's so much information it's very interesting but it also yeah. sounded like you were really giving a nice like patriotic speech about America and immigrants and I, it was nice yeah I, it's it is a, a cool little thing uh, uh, I learned especially in LA LA only the last few years got like Dunkin Donuts right. but like there's Winchell's there's more LA specific chains right. but we've also like the last few years seen like a lot of bougier donut change bougie donuts bougie yes. ice cream kettle glaze kettle glaze so like I have to give Voodoo credit because even with City Walk pricing factored in it's not that much more expensive than the donut shop I walk to up the street from my house. We thought it was a little overpriced for what we... Yes. I think some and of the bigger ones, but like your standard, like I had a buttermilk bar and it was about the same as like the buttermilk donut I usually get. Now, I think it... I don't know that it was any better. Honestly, I think it was probably a little smaller. I feel like some of the stuff is a little smaller. And then I know once you start putting bacon or cereal on top of stuff yes. it definitely mm-hmm. like some of the more wild donuts yeah are pricier and certainly they have the Stumptown coffee which i think is okay but like priced much higher than like a starbucks and only one size you're stuck with really a, a giant yeah I, that's what i found yeah we just we had a big big uh, four dollar thing hmm. pretty tall Hot we didn't need that or much iced coffee hot Okay. Um, Fancy hot coffee, some uh, uh, roasters taste like soup to me. Sure. Oh, well, like, I'm not a coffee like drinker, a, so I don't know. Like, tastes like a bouillon broth, almost, mm-hmm. or like a thin, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like a weird taste for me. Yeah, and I don't mind just a burnt black bad coffee. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't either. In fact, that's one me. thing I like a lot about the Dota shots in LA. It's just kind of like a standard coffee yeah. shop cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Would you... Uh, would you rather be buried in a giant <laughs> pink donut box or a giant bucket of misshapens? Or the coffin. The, or the or the uh, voodoo coffin. The voodoo coffin. I think that pink donut box. <laughs> now, would they have to fold up your body to make it fit in the square shape? Um, or would you... Would, would a custom long pink donut box do the oh, job? Custom, I think, right? I think... I think custom. Hey, look, as oh, long you as don't they're folding, pay, you don't want to pay for well, that custom I don't box. Pay, now that you say that, <laughs> that's going to be expensive. Just the turn, maybe just put the ashes in a pink uh, donut Here, box. The ashes in the donut box is a good solution. Here's yes. what I think is a good solution. Uh, you get that acid that Walter White would use in the vats to get rid oh, of a yeah. body, and you use the plastic misshapen bucket. That's a good and idea. They just dissolve your body in the misshapen bucket, <laughs> right? Because you got to use plastic. You can't use exactly. uh, ceramics. Yeah. So it would be perfect for it. Uh, um, we uh, are misshapens when we are born, and we are misshapens <laughs> when we die. <laughs> one one thing I do like about Voodoo, and and like I said, I had a buttermilk bar. I share, Mike and I shared some of a a raised gla- raised vanilla iced with Captain Crunchberries on it. 
right yes uh uh both very tasty uh one thing i will say about like some of these uh, nicer more upscale donut shops it does they do taste very clean by which i mean like at some cheaper places like you can kind of taste the oil a lot or like the donuts can be very greasy especially they've been sitting out for the day yeah it's not a consistent flavor through the whole thing sometimes yeah i tell me if i'm wrong do all the donuts taste a little stale because I've had I've had voodoo probably three times in the last year and a half. Every time I feel like this feels like it's a day old. I think I've had a lot of cake. Have you had a lot of raised, raised. ones? Or I'm cake? a raised man. Where, where are we yeah. all at on donuts? Cake or raised? I don't even know the difference. Really? I guess weight is raised. Like uh, cake is like a thicker, and raised is flakier. Yeah, yeah. Both of the ones we have here, the 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 Captain Crunch, and then the other with the Voodoo Man, those are raised. I'm raised, then yes. Yeah, because I'm already. You like cake, right? Uh, I I've grown more to like cake. I think it's more popular in Los Angeles back east. Cake is where, more popular in Los Angeles. I don't I don't like that. Hmm. Uh, uh, certainly, growing up back east, ate a lot of raised. A lot of Dunkin' Donuts are raised. Krispy Kreme is all raised that's most all of ra- it's raised yeah usually pretty much everywhere offers some sort of one or two cake options yeah i think that yeah, i forget what they have over there because like i went to krispy kreme a couple weeks ago and krispy kreme does taste so much fresher than this you think so i think so yes i'm more of a fan of krispy kreme the simplicity and yeah uh, it, it is like a uh, it was a more distinct <laughs> taste than what i these yeah. specific things i brought today from voodoo i, I think this is i think voodoo is honestly Voodoo's Voodoo's charm is the branding, the marketing, and then the yeah. insanity. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. that's crazy, which of course you know I like uh, like cereal and like having a lot of frosting on it and it's crazy shapes or something. But I honestly think it's on the level of Dunkin' Donuts. I don't think mm-hmm. the donuts themselves are anything that special. You also, I don't think I don't know if I like that crazy. Again, I watched some videos with the owners and they're <laughs> talking about how like you know honestly like I mean I shouldn't say this but what we did is we got a little baked. And we walked up and down the supermarket aisles, and we were like, yeah, I need a donut with Captain Crunch on it. And then, bang, there it is. And that made me like, I hate that. Uh-huh. I don't like this. And they're like, they're, they wear like pants with Fruit Loops on them. They're all a bunch okay. of hip cat kooks. I don't, I Boy, think. I, gravy style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some real, I haven't brought up wavy gravy it's on this podcast yet. The wavy yet. gravy and pig pen of uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the donut world. I love wavy gravy. I, I'm going to give Duncan though the edge because I think I've always found them very consistent. Sure, and they are cheaper than Voodoo too. Yeah, I but li- if we're talking City Walk, Voodoo is probably your cheapest snack option up at City Walk. Pretty hmm. easy. Well, it depends. I mean, we're not talk- talking at sugar, but you can get a nice little bag of candy for three bucks. Uh, I guess so. I guess that depends on if you f- or find candy that filling or what sort of snack you're looking for. Well, of course, it depends on what kind of snack. You <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I would say Dung, it's on the level of Dunkin'. I like the Voodoo Donuts, but it certainly came in, came in overhyped, mm. came in hot, no bucket of misshapens, so yeah. I was a little let down. Not that, I, I would certainly have a donut there again, but they, I was a little underwhelmed by it. They also don't have like the, the edgy stuff that they have in yes, Portland, like good point. dicks and joints. That stuff didn't make it to the theme park setting. Yes, there's the bodiness is not there mm-hmm. um, because they don't want to offend anybody because they're not... The people with the Portland sensibility can handle vulgarity, sure. I guess, but the people at the City Walk, uh, they're worried about the kids maybe being We're offended. We're a PG shop. And honestly... I'm fine with that because, yeah. as you know, we don't like too much vulgarity, especially around a family entertainment. I wonder how the. Um, I guess we'll talk about this in that sector. Uh, the things from another world also imported yes. from Portland. Oh right! Um, oh, interesting. Uh, uh, yeah. What else about voodoo? Oh, the voodoo mascot, the voodoo man mascot. Yes, we were. Uh, they they had the grand opening for the voodoo donuts is at the City Walk in Orlando as well. Oh yeah. And who were we bothering on Twitter? Were we bothering Jim, Jim Hill, Hill on we Twitter? We were bothering, uh, asking, asking if he was going to be a face character. Yeah. Will this <laughs> mascot character be there every day? Can we meet him? What did he say? Did what? Did he answer us? I think he did. I think he said he'd look into it. I think he said he'd look into it, but we never found we out. Got to get that answer from him. Yeah. I, I, he probably I, said that's it exactly. I think that is probably what he said. 
said, <laughs> but he never said it to us. So he's got to look, Jim, uh, way in here, way in here, buddy. Maybe we'll just have him on to just talk about the character of uh, the Voodoo Donuts Vo- man. Voodoo Donuts Spirit Man. They named him in a video I yeah. watched, but I don't remember it. Voodoo, but Voodoo Donuts Spirit Man with Jim Hill <laughs> is an episode. <laughs> He's got to do some deep soon. research about that character. <laughs> uh, uh, it's happening, know, Jim, whether you agree to do it or not. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, we're talking about uh, entertainment podcaster. We've talked about him before. Uh, listen to his podcast, uh, Disney Dish. Anybody who's in Sector Jim, 9 probably I know. knows. I just, what, if, see, what if you're getting into podcast oh, life for man. the first time and you're going like, I thought this was about theme parks and they're talking about donuts and buckets of misshapens and shoes. This is an sh- episode about shoes and donuts. <laughs> you know, they say every comic book is someone's first comic book. So That's exactly that holds what I'm for trying podcasts. To do uh, ahoy hoy to anyone coming in on Sector 9 of the <laughs> City Walk Saga. <laughs> I'm just starting right in the middle. Uh, we are in the middle, aren't we? So I guess that brings us to the last establishment at sector nine and scott you said you had some an experience at this one dong po face is grimacing yeah i had a i had a very odd time there so I, I i went up with my friend ryan who's in town who i went to high school with and probably spent a lot of time at city walk uh, with in high school but he hadn't been in a long time he was dying to see the new developments sure the, vo- the voodoo donut and uh, uh and and you know he lives in hong kong currently so wow. i thought oh well, it's what taking him to Dongpo kitchen and comparing the delicacies <laughs> makes a lot of sense but it was very late when we were up there and uh so we we went in at like uh 1030 um, and uh, so it was not meal time and Dongpo Kitchen so this is a space that's been occupied by several other higher end um, Chinese establishments mm-hmm. like I think uh, Panda Express has tried something called Panda Inn which exists in various mm-hmm. locations and, and I that think was that before. was the the family who ran runs that company or started that company I think Panda Inn came first mm-hmm. that was where they popularized orange chicken and then they Started oh, Panda Express. Right? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I oh, believe Express in was Pasadena, the, where the experimental kitchen is. Oh, really? The test oh, kitchen for oh, Panda wow. Express. It's like if Chili's Two was more popular than Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but this is a recent addition to City Walk. Is Dongpo Kitchen? My friend, being versed in uh, Chinese history and culture, uh, let me know that he is that is named for Su Dongpo, who is a uh, poet and gastronome in the Song Dynasty. Uh, but he is uh, on Wikipedia. He's described as the preeminent personality of the 11th century. Mm. But now oh. he is mo- mainly known for having a pork dish named after him. Uh, so we, we we went in there, and you know what? I'll say the d- the decor was very nice. There's kind of this calligraphy feeling. There's big paintbrushes mm-hmm. and uh, um, and an actual and like poems written out in in characters, which are right. hand laid. I think the decor is is very nice in this place. But we went in at 10:30, and we and I I'm worried when we uh, go into places that uh, uh, and just want a, a drink and dessert I feel a little awkward about it because the guy the person doesn't get tipped as much so I went in and asked like hey can we just do a drink and dessert thing and the the very sweet hostess said oh yeah oh of course no we our desserts are excellent here um take a look and showed us a list and oh that's this all sounds excellent yeah so i'd love to oh and as for drinks we have uh, many options here take a look many uh, wine yes yes oh our wine is excellent well here come yeah c- uh, come on in she's very like oddly sweet and awkward and inviting right. and 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 led us to a table and uh, like oh okay good i'm really glad this is not imposing on them right in any way then waiter comes up waiter a very brusque curt uh ponytail dude uh who just like what do you want and like (laughs) clearly at the end of a long day like immediate tension and frustration and i was like oh you know we're just doing kind of a drinks and desserts thing i roll uh uh, i order a glass yeah yeah a lot of negative energy extremely i just said uh, let me do a glass of sauvignon blood no drink we don't have alcohol the last half hour past 10 30 we don't have alcohol <laughs> huh that's 10 30 oh okay. that's a cutoff i think i've encountered this i think uh uh an, i encountered this at carl strauss once my family went at 8 30 and they went no oh, we already did last call and we're like what and they're like yeah we close at nine you got to do the last call half an hour beforehand at wow. the beer restaurant at the beer restaurant the restaurant that you walk into and there's giant beer tanks you can't pass 8 30 
Well, I mean, it was like November, so technically like an off season, but still, that's weird. Well, yeah. and the whole like you know, it, like City Walk is your place to drink and dance the night away. But you know, around seven forty-five, you should probably make think about getting out of here. Yeah, I, it doesn't make sense to me. So there was no alcoholic option, and all we were gonna do was a dessert. And I, we were like, do I? I don't want. No, I don't like boba. I'm not gonna force a boba down. So we said, you know, we're just we're just doing this this um, rice ball thing. And he like gave us just the <laughs> thickest glare and then just snatched menus, walked away. And we're like, what's happening here? And and then he comes back with water and slams it down just the loudest you could slam wow. a glass of water down, furious at us. Um, then he <laughs> uh, then comes somebody comes back with the dessert. Seems like you guys just ordered the rice balls. Yeah puts it down also a little mad um basically what this ended up being it looks like two like soft boiled eggs floating in like a dessert version of egg drop soup um and it was mostly like dessert broth and there was it is not shareable in the least uh uh so i'm like sadly spooning some of the soup onto a plate trying to pick it up with chopsticks it's falling apart take a bite it's bad my friend mostly takes the broth the broth is bad we have sour looks on our face and then ponytail man goes past my friend and he's in the middle of a conversation with another server and he says yeah they only got they only got rice balls i don't want to talk about it <laughs> this would have upset me for a month this this might be one of the worst wow. service to like I, you know, I know it, it, the service industry, very hard industry. Mm -hmm. I, I, but this, I, uh, this is crazy to me. Like, this is like a, I don't want to do this, but I feel like I got our email. So, but like, this is yeah. intense. Well, luckily I have luckily, this podcast an as an outlet. And uh, luckily by me not remembering his name or hopefully not seeing him again, this certainly stronger than me ponytail man cannot come back and find me um there was there was general then i started to figure out oh they're trying to close up they close at 11 but i didn't know that that wasn't right. on the and the this poor hostess who so volunteered monologued about the drinks and uh -huh. the desserts then she set a family down and it's a mom and two kids with a little ipad menus lit up and then i look back and they you know these innocent looking little kids and then the the hostess yells well steve told me to see them Oh. Like this whole thing was unraveling. Oh, no. Customers are being screamed about. Oh, no. this was, it was just coming apart. It was I crazy. Think we tried to go get a drink there once after a movie because their Yelp page. That's one complaint I have about City Walk. Sometimes the uh, Yelp hours do not line up with actual business operating hours. Uh, and I guess that's kind of true for anywhere, but you'd think City Walk, they'd be a little more on the ball at that. I don't know. Yeah, um, maybe. But. But again, yeah, I had a similar like, well, it seems like they're open, the doors open, and we're like, hey, we just want to get a drink. And they told they but then they're like, oh, no, sorry, we're, we're close. But I'm like, but both <laughs> uh -huh. your doors are wide open. And like, that's an all literature yeah. about you says that also, you would be open now. Here's the thing. I worked at the Container Store when I was younger. Because oh, did you? I, I'm going to say it. Uh, I'm going to share my experience because it's bragging. one of the only real jobs. I mean, I was a PA and stuff, but as far as real jobs, that's what that's what I had. If somebody walked in the door, we were told, we close at whatever, 10 o'clock, and somebody walked in the door at 9.59, you let them browse, you let them do whatever, you try to help them. You certainly maybe could say, oh, yeah, we're closed, but I'd be happy to do whatever. Like, mm -hmm. that, the customer service is that even if people are annoying and won't, and like, won't leave or kind of not being so aware of what's going on is that you don't tell no. them to get the fuck out of here. That's not nice. Yeah. Also, mm -hmm. this bad is customer service. I think uh, like uh, voodoo certainly, but especially Dong Po kitchen, like kind of the first volley of like, 
a changing city walk like this is yeah. an upscale this is an international brand it's like a chain of uh high-end restaurants uh in in china uh maize maize dong po is like throughout los angeles county in very nice uh locations like very nice establishments uh apparently i don't know i've never been to them uh but reading about it like yeah santa monica century city and then the city walk one is a little more like you know for a general audience but it's still like well that's the face like that's the experience you're having like i'm not expecting like you know the ritz but still like a cool mean ponytail out, man, man screaming yeah. about me i've never uh-huh. been yelled about <laughs> in a re- which just made us like yeah we gotta get the fuck out of here sure. this is this is crazy uh I think that, look, the, probably the people that work at Dongpo will listen to this. They will offer you a meal, maybe on the house. Mm-hmm. They did not know you were an influencer coming in there, a theme park <laughs> journalist. And I also think once the voodoo people, they will send multiple buckets of misshapens to Jason's house. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be great. And I think that they hopefully will make this right. I'm sure... Uh, you know, there's sometimes you get an employee that's cranky and they don't understand exactly how, but other how to employees do things. listen to podcasts, right. scanning for mention of their brands and right. they <laughs> make it right. Which to that, to that effect, I'd like anything that's coming to us from hat world Inc as well. Oh yeah. If hat world Inc is listening, please uh, send us uh, what yeah. do we want from them? Oh, I'd love any All of these sports vintage, fans uh, that we are. The the uh, vintage Phillies colors used to be baby blue and like kind of maroon, mm-hmm. and uh, I really like that pairing. Okay, uh, uh, I want anything that says Andre Dawson on it. My favorite Cub when I was five. Scott, we're taking orders. You what I think? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do they own Lids Locker Room or do they own? No, they don't own Skechers. No, they no don't. no. That's a different. Yeah, uh, they do that- own that fancy shoe. Like McCormick shoe, whatever. McCormick and Schmitz. Not Schmitz. Yeah. I want replicas of the shoes that OJ wore the okay. night of the murders. I think that's that's doable. Yeah, perfect replicas in his size, not mine. They <laughs> they have cobblers that could just put a custom shoe together yeah, for you. Yeah, custom cobbler on it, but not some mean ponytailed one. Right. Um. Well, that's kind of getting us to the end okay. of Sector 9, yeah. which is we're getting near the end oh, of... Did and we, what? Chase the halfway point. Do we pass the halfway point during this one? Or I would think, that be uh, halfway through 10? We'll hit the halfway oh, right, point. Right, right. We're okay. almost there. Right. Okay. Um, and I see right now we're getting <gasps> our uh, stone. It is stone. misshapen. <gasps> oh, it is. Wonderful. It's a little misshapen. It's a little so. misshapen stone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Put it with the bucket we'll of it, the rest of the we'll stones. The, the, the sector stones. keeper is smiling on us today. Um, and he'll also smile if you come back tomorrow to listen to. Is tomorrow Lids? regular proper i don't remember it is confusing that they're in different sectors but hey that's how the sectors go well there's stores in between them yeah so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right well uh see ya follow us on all the things twitter facebook instagram podcast Mm -hmm. the ride and we'll uh see you tomorrow see you tomorrow thanks forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by mike carlson Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.